This week, we're diving deep into prioritization and learning how to use the Eisenhower matrix to make it easy. Hello and welcome to episode 231 of the Working With Podcast, a podcast to answer all your questions about productivity, time management, self-development and goal planning. My name is Carl Pauline and I am your host for this show. Now, one of the most common challenges people face is how to prioritise their work and personal tasks. With so much being thrown at us, not only do we need time to process all that stuff, we need to make sure that we are allocating sufficient time to the tasks that are important. However, that means we need to also make decisions about what is and is not important. And that is where the biggest challenge will be. So this week, I will be answering a question on how to do that effectively. Now, before we get to the question, I'd like to give you a heads up that this week, I have launched my summer sale. For this week only, you can get 15% off my individual courses, 20% off my coaching programs, and 25% off my bundles. Full details can be found in the show notes. Now, don't miss out on this incredible offer. My sales are rare, so this is your chance to build your skills over the summer so you are ready and prepared for whatever the world throws at us next. Okay, it's time for me now to hand you over to the mystery podcast voice for this week's question. This week's question comes from Margarita. Margarita asks, Hi Carl, I recently came across something called the Eisenhower Matrix. I think I get it, but how does this fit in with how you prioritize your work? Hi Margarita, thank you for your question. Now, I first came across the Eisenhower Matrix when I read The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey a very long time ago. Now, for those of you unfamiliar with the Eisenhower Matrix, this is a matrix of four squares that are divided between urgent and important, not urgent and important, urgent and not important, and not urgent and not important. By the way, if you want to see this matrix, you can head over to my website, calpoline.com, and my latest blog post has an illustration for you. I think that will make it a little bit easier. I'll also put the link in the show notes for you. Now, the idea is you spend most of your time in the top two squares, the important and urgent and important and not urgent. Now, as with all systems, there are difficulties and the Eisenhower matrix is no different. The second square, or what we call quadrant two, the important and not, in, not urgent tasks, is where you need to be dedicating most of your time, or at least more of your time. The type of tasks in here are planning tasks, anticipating potential problems, taking care of your health and your relationships, and getting some rest and relaxation. 
Now, I am sure as you listen to those words, you know they are important, but how often do you prioritize them? The chances are you only prioritize them once they become urgent. A visit to your doctor informs you you are pre-diabetic and urgently need to lose weight and start an exercise program. This is where a quadrant two task moves into quadrant one, urgent and important. The same can happen if you neglect your relationships, because maintaining relationships is rarely an urgent task. We tell ourselves we'll deal with a relationship issue later. The problem is, later is not defined, and when something is not defined, it slips down our list of priorities. It's only when we are served with divorce papers that a task like this gains the urgency it needs for you to do something. One thing I learned a while ago is if you want these important, not urgent tasks to remain non-urgent, you must schedule time for them. This means you schedule planning, exercise and time spent with your nearest and dearest, i.e. blocked out on your calendar. But here lays another issue. What are your Quadrant 2 tasks? What do you define as a Quadrant 2 task? Most people never sit down and decide what is important to them and what needs to happen to maintain them. Ultimately, actions speak louder than words. And that means if you are to make sure you're taking care of these important areas of your life, you need to know what they are and what you need to do to maintain them. For instance, I know my relationship with my wife is important. This means each week I make sure we have at least one day out together. Often we'll drive over to my parents-in-law for dinner or we'll take a day trip to the beach. One thing I do know, though, is that a day spent together is far too important to miss. We are both busy people, but in almost 15 years we've been married, our weekly trips have been rarely missed. I find it interesting that car owners are very attentive when it comes to getting their cars serviced and engine oils changed. I know I am. In fact, my car begins to warn me a service is due a few thousand kilometres before the due date. Now, if you don't get your car serviced on time, there may not be anything that goes catastrophically wrong as soon as it's late. You may even be able to go another year without, a, without any serious problem. But sooner or later, that neglect will cause trouble and it will be expensive. The same applies to your Quadrant 2 tasks. Miss doing what needs doing for a week or two, perhaps even a month or two, and nothing will seem wrong. But neglect any of these areas and you will soon find face problems. Now, a Quadrant 2 task has become a Quadrant 1 task and that is never good. This is why not only do you need to know what your Quadrant 2 areas are, you need to know what tasks need to be completed each day or week and get them scheduled on your calendar. Now, what about Quadrant 1 tasks, the urgent and important? These are tasks related to your core work, the work you are paid to do. If you've taken the time sector course, you will know all about these important tasks. These are the essential tasks that need to be done as part of your employed work. Neglect these and you will soon find yourself out of a job. 
on a day-to-day -day basis is these tasks that take priority. After all, they are urgent and they are important. But here again there are problems. As with Quadrant 2 tasks, most people never define what they are. If you never define what your Quadrant 1 tasks are, your Quadrant 3 tasks, the urgent but not important, will sneak into Quadrant 1 and overwhelm you. For instance, some emails are genuinely Quadrant 1. Most are Quadrant 3. Yet if you never define what emails are, which emails are Quadrant 1, all emails will become Quadrant 1. When that happens, you waste a tremendous amount of time on low importance emails. Once again, here you need a little time out to define what is what. Let's say you spend three or four hours working out what is important to you and what your core work is. That time investment will be repaid multiple times because once you know what is important, your decision making becomes so much faster. I'm sure I've mentioned before that I can process 100 emails in around 20 minutes. That's not because I have any special abilities. It's simply because I know what emails are important and what are not. Customer and client emails are the highest priority. Emails from companies asking me to advertise their products are my lowest priority and are instantly deleted. Each day I know what my core work is and I know I have time allocated to making sure that work gets done. Again, that does not take any special talent or ability. All it takes is a few hours establishing what my core work is and what is not, and therefore low-value work. And that's what you need to do, Margarita. Take a little time out and establish what is important to you and what your core work is. Once you know these, you will be able to make the Eisenhower Matrix work for you. The secret power of the matrix is to customise it for your life, not try and fit your life into other people's examples of how they use the matrix. Now, the final parts of the Eisenhower matrix is to establish what your quadrant three and four tasks are. These are generally easy to work out. These are the things that often cause us to procrastinate. Now there is a warning here. You may find playing video games in the Quadrant 4 list of many people's examples. This may not always be the case for other people. I know many people who use playing video games as a way to relax. If you do find activities like playing video games are a good way to relax, then they can be a Quadrant 2 task. However, mindlessly going through YouTube videos and aimlessly watching TV is most certainly a Quadrant 4 task and should be avoided at all cost. I use YouTube as a way to learn new things. That, for me, comes under self-development and therefore is a Quadrant 2 task. However, if I ever find myself aimlessly watching something, I will quickly recognise it for what it is and stop. Quadrant 3 is the difficult one to define. The truth is most emails and meetings you attend are Quadrant 3, but they are clever as they can disguise themselves as Quadrant 1. This is another reason why clearly defining what a Quadrant 1 task is to you is so important. 
allowing quadrant three tasks to sneak through into quadrant one will lead you to a stressed out and overwhelmed life. Here, I cannot emphasize enough how important it is to define what your quadrant one tasks are. Once you are clear about these, your ability to quickly decide what you need to do about something and how much time to spend on it improves. Most advice for quadrant three tasks is to delegate as many of these as possible. And if you can do this, do it. However, for most of us, that is not really possible. The best advice I can give you is the advice from former Israel Prime Minister Yikshak Shemir, who said, and I quote, Take my advice. Take everything you've received today and put it away. Don't touch it for a week. Urgent, not urgent, leave it. Don't touch it. Come back to it after seven days or ten days. This is what you'll see. 90% will take care of itself and the 10% that didn't, that's probably what you need to deal with. I've always loved this quote. It's what I have used for dealing with quadrant three tasks. Leave them for a week. I found that it is true. 90% of them take care of themselves and the remaining 10% I can then elevate to quadrant one. I hope that has helped Margarita and thank you so much for your question. Thank you also to you for listening. And it just remains for me now to wish you all a very, very productive week. <laughs>